All right. Sweet. Christy, let's go. So you know how the intro goes, yeah? Eh? You know how the intro goes? Mate. You, you need a bit of a warning because you're going to swear. Right. Um, I don't think you're it. ready for... And what are we calling this episode? Season preview. Premier League preview? Yeah, Premier League preview right. is a better one. Whenever, whenever you're ready, mate. I'm going I'm to sit back and take this in. Oh, mate, you ready I'm for gonna it? I'm going to drink it drink in. Drink it in, man. Give me, the, give me the little good to go. Whenever you're ready, mate. Hey, everybody. This is the wrong line. Hey, everybody. And I was about to say, this is the Farmers League podcast, but I was like, oh, wait a minute. I got the swear warning, innit? it? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Starting you, again. You, you can do whatever you want. You can from... do. No, because I'm going to swear straight away, and I. It's just what I'm about. Oh, I'm so Every glad, I'm so, I'm so glad I, I sat back and drank this in. Mate, get ready to drink it in again. You ready for it? Take a little sip. Take a sip of this. Everybody. This is a quick little warning that there will be swear words. And if you don't like that, then you can fuck off and listen to something else. This is the season preview. On the Farmers League podcast. On the Farmers League podcast. <laughs> da, 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 da. How's that? <laughs> no? Oh, my God. Do you want to go? Do you, you want to do, do it? Mate, no, no, no. We're, we're leaving that. that mate. Leave Leaving it in. Leaving it in. in. It's all good content. It's all good content. We can even give it the old, um, a little, and then proper fire it up. Is that like the Mastermind theme tune? I don't watch Mastermind. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't even know if they have a theme tune. So, insert Mastermind theme tune here. No. How often do you watch Mastermind then? Oh no, I just know there's a big backseat and a... Um, theme tune. What would your uh, what would your especially especially the subject bit? Yeah, what would it be? Uh, life and love of Jason Hunt. Oh, fuck me, please don't. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. I'll say the, the the love side of it would be pretty boring. What would it be? Yeah, what would your what would your master subject be? I don't know enough about mm. anything. I don't think. So I I know I know a little about a lot. Like I don't, yeah. you know, certain people know like loads of shit about loads of little things. Do you know what I mean? And then there's loads of stuff I'm interested in, but because there's so much that I'm interested in or stuff that I like and stuff, I like um, get interested in it, like binge it for ages. I'm like, I'm done with that now. Like for a while, I was obsessed with the DB Cooper stuff, right? Fucking read everything I could about it. Fucking super, super into it. And I was just like, I'm done with this now. Yeah. And then Netflix released a documentary thing like just recently. And I was saying to Charlotte, I was like, do you remember a few years ago? I mentioned about that chatty. She was like, yeah. I was like, here it is. And then the other one I got into was um, the JFK assassination. Okay. Read everything about that. Was mad for that. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking read all the conspiracy theories, all that bullshit. Couldn't tell you anything about it anymore. It just fucking just goes in my head, goes straight back out. So mastermind, you'd have have to fucking like study. Yeah. I know they do anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, but... What, you think they don't they just turn up like we do yeah, to this just, podcast? They just rock up and they, 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 give them, they give them a little slip and they say, this is your subject today. You're like, yeah. fuck, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Fucking hell. Yeah, like a bit like what how we do this podcast. We just rock up. Yeah. What are we doing today then? Yeah, yeah. Jump people, on. people get eggy about right, it. But, mate, we've got lives. What do you want us to do? Fucking hell, exactly. man. Are we doing a recap from last week? Is there, has uh, anyone got in contact? So technically, what, what was last week then? Because this, this is the back end of well, a so double recording. Well, so we've done recorder, a double, double recording today. So the last week was... Let, let's um, do episode four. Episode four, which was fantasy football. I mean, they can't get any recap of the one we've just recorded because we haven't released it yet. But we have done it. Mm. Yeah. Bit of inception going on here. What's happening? 
I mean, that's not Inception. That's Twilight. Is that Twilight Zone? Or? We are banging out the theme tunes today, haven't we? I've I never watched Twilight either. Fucking, what's wrong with you? Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Um, they re-released that actually. They did a whole new what, Twilight. Not Twilight, the Twilight <laughs> Zone. <laughs> not the Twilight <laughs> films. You, is that what you think I'm on about? That's what I thought you were on about. No, then. the they Twilight Zone. Twilight. Like, fucking hell, they've only just fucking released the first one. No, Jesus. it's a bit like you know, like Black Mirror. But like the old school version, it's like yeah. it's an alternative reality. Right, okay. It's called it's the just Twilight a money spinner, isn't it? It's just bullshit. I mean, this bullshit. was like the OG one. So mm. this is like 1960s America. So it's all right. about like racism and that sort of stuff. To, to answer your question, anyway. we, we have had people in touch, right? But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shout that person out because uh, they messaged me during the week and they were like, um, "I'm on the fourth episode now. Um, you've mes- you've mentioned me like three times." <laughs> I was like, right, I'm not messing. I'm not mentioning right. anymore. Then you can bollocks to you then. <laughs> right there. If I give you the uh, initials, you'll know it. And then let's let's see if they get in contact. And then, yeah, then they get in contact and then go. Were you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> no, we weren't. Unlucky. And then my stepbrother Joe was like, yeah, buzzing. It's, it's quality. Joe's blah blah blah. Yeah. I like Joe, man. Joe's son, man. And then um, I just I just said to him, I was like, just fucking tell everyone. You know what I mean? Get people listening. And, and he shit. will tell everyone. He will. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on his CV, innit? <laughs> Open it. Opening statement on the CV. Listen, listen to the Pharmacy podcast. Watch. There you go. Finish nailing it. Then who else got in touch this week? I was talking to Walker about it the other day because I had to. He had to come pick up some cider off me. Mm. Um, can I? Can I fire a little a little thing your way? Not my cock. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I did, oh, This is gonna sound real bad now. But you realise we were cousins? What? No, no. I'm not Leighton. Um, there's no other way to say it other than sounding cuntish, so don't listen to it and think I'm being wow, an absolute fucking naughty boy. I didn't realise Dan Walker was as short as he was. Not that he's short. <laughs> not that he's short, like, do you know what I mean? Because obviously you're fucking 6'6". Six, six. Oh, what, old dwarfy Dan? I'm 6 or 6'1", six, do you know what I mean? So fucking, when when Dan come over, I was like, yeah, Sam, how's it going? And he walked away, I thought, I'm sure he was taller than that. But I haven't seen Dan for probably... It's got to be fucking 10 years now. Probably. But at school, we didn't mix too much because you were you were lace. Yeah, yeah. I was lace as well, but where I was in A, and you two were both in E, innit? So fucking, like, we didn't really... Our, our circles didn't mix too much. Here you go, listeners. This is how uh, St. Peter's High School was broken down. Yeah. Into, what is it, miracles? Miracles, yeah. Rims and lace. Who came up with rims? Fucking... <laughs> what is a weirdo that? Probably, um, what's her name? Um, Let's not get into slander again. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not going to give the name. The 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 nun, the French teacher that was sleeping with all the students. Yes, not going to name it because I don't don't want defamation of character. She's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, probably all that young cock she had, isn't it? <laughs> cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what, moving what? on swiftly. Obviously, you mean French hens when you say... Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah, no comment. Anyway, sweet. <laughs> this is Welcome Back to the Premier League. It's back. Starting again from <laughs> now. Go. Do you know what? We've actually nailed this because this is pretty much 10 minutes of our yeah, little shit recap. Like nonsense, we used to do anyway. So... What are we doing then, boy? What's, what's happening today? What bit of Premier League... Preview. Preview, yeah. So, talking about who we think is going to be... Well, what's going to be happening. Who, who's going to be the winners, who's going to be the losers, best players, stuff like that. Mm. Touch on a few teams. This is going to be quite a short episode. Um, and why, why is it going to be depth. a short episode, mate? 
So I've got to shoot off in a bit. No, no. Why is it going to be a short episode, mate? Do you want to tell everyone a bit of uh, behind the scenes? Why? Because we agreed to do what we were doing today. Oh, yeah. And then at fucking three in the morning, you had a little brainwave. Yeah. And then just fucking text me and was like, we should do this. And I was like, okay, cheers for that. And how, how many hours notice are you giving me to prep this? I mean, to be fair, if I had the brainwave at three o'clock, that's like eight hours. So that's now done, mate. All right. Did you sit bolt upright like The Undertaker and be like, I have an idea? No, I was feeling my daughter. Like she keeps waking up in oh. the middle of the night and I was like, fuck's sake. And I was like, I've got to do this fucking podcast. I've got to be up at 10. How, how inconsiderate of her. Selfish. To wake up and expect food. Fucking selfish. Fucking and a butt change. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? She wants yeah. fucking everything. She's taking she my life from me already. She's doing the nuclear ones yet. The ones that are like fucking green. No. Emma said um, she changed one this morning. She was like, it was actually like people poo. Yeah. Which is... Now, now, now it's actual that. just... Yeah. Now it's just normal shit. Like before it was all like... Well, it's not proper poo. It's like Killian did one. About four months it was like tar. Yeah, and when I say it was like tar, like not just in color, in fucking consistency. I think I went through half of a packet of fucking wipes just trying to get the shit off. Were you wiping him. fairies' ass? Fuck no, bloody hell! He needs a fucking a foam roller just to get all the fucking shit off his ass. He fucking looks a nightmare. He still listens. He obviously don't like us, does he? State of it. So dead to me. But anyway, um, so full disclosure, um, we haven't prepped. We prepped we're doing even this. Less. We're doing this completely off the cuff, pretty much, aren't we? Because it's fucking half twelve now. Yeah. You collected me at ten. We've done a recording, and and this is this is completely just what comes into our head. Bye. Yeah. So we, we knock this up super we quick. We've done we? some sort of prep. Yeah. Even though it is minimum. It sounds nonsense, but um, yeah, we have. But yeah, we haven't done anything with this. Are you ready for the audio chocolate? Is it tasty? Yeah. This, this is, <laughs> what, what what's audio what we're chocolate? Gonna, what we're going to fire out at the, at, at the fans now is pure audio chocolate. This is this is just going to be... Mm, where, ha, where have you got audio chocolate from? South Park, innit? Oh, is it? Yeah. This I is, love South Park. This is going to be... See, the problem is, I like all these programs and all this sort of stuff, but I... Because my memory's so poor, mm. I just can't remember anything. So I can watch stuff over and over again. So your mastermind subject would be shite, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something that's happened Struggling. in the last five minutes, please, mate. What's your special subject? Alphabet. Oh, shit. I'm dyslexic. I <laughs> um, want something really easy. Um, I don't know. One through ten, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Integers between one and ten. What's an integer? <laughs> I'm never getting technical at me. Come on then, let's get on with it. Right. fuck's sake. Sweet. So we are going to jump through this a little bit. Mm. I think we should start with signings. Yep. Who is the best signing so far this season, I think? The best signing. Do you want, do you want to start? Mm. Are we keeping it to Premier League? Yeah. Or, or are we oh, saying yeah, exports we... from the Premier League? Are we just saying players that have come in? Oh, I don't know. I think... Players that come in, really? Yeah, and we're going to say who we think is going to be the best signing. Yeah, at the moment. Go on, you can have a little, you can have a stab at this one. I mate, there's an obvious one, Harland. Mm. But I think Gabriel Jesus for Arsenal is going to be a great yeah. signing. Yeah, it's something, it's someone they need. Yep. And and I think that's a lot of the time at the moment, players are going to places where they're not needed. And I think that's a big issue at the moment. Calvin Phillips, massive one. Yeah. Yeah, not needed. Not needed at all. But they go there, they get the money. Lingard to Forest. Don't. Not needed. Well, he probably is a bit needed, but probably he, there's not many people in that Forest team that have Premier League experience, is the only thing I'd say there. Yeah. But yeah. Um but I think at the moment Gabriel Jesus is someone who's really need they really need a striker. They need a number nine. Yeah. And he is someone who can go in there, do the job. And then 
actually add to Saka, to Odegaard, yeah. to Smith Rowe when they start playing as well. He's Fuck not me. just a Sorry. striker. <laughs> but I think I think that's someone who's really going to be big for them. But the thing is with the Arsenal team, you could say for the most part through positions one to ten, right? They've they've got a good player in yeah. practically every position, and if they haven't got a good player, then they've got a good replacement as well. Whereas number nine before. Gabriel Jesus, I couldn't tell you anyone apart from Eddie Nketiah who's going to play yeah. at nine and and actually do a fucking job. Do you know what I mean? I think Gabriel Jesus, he'll play he'll play thirty eight games. I think for the yeah. most part, as long as he stays fit and he's in my fantasy team, um, just for those exact exact reasons, mate. He's the perfect player they need. I think, and he, I think he'll suit their style as well. And like if you look at his record for City, he scored fifty eight in one hundred and fifty nine. Like we said, first two episodes, one in every three is what you expect from a yeah. striker of the Prem. And if he plays 38 games in, in the league, and if he gets 13 goals, I think Arsenal fans would be happy with that. I think it's a great thing, because yeah. it's not like they haven't got goal scorers at no. other places yeah. as well. That's what I was about to say. You've got players around chipping in as well. You know that you don't necessarily need your number nine to bag 20 if you've got other players that are getting four or five, six goals, you know? Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah, Cabrales is a good shout. What about you? Um... Harlan's the obvious one, isn't it? But then you you almost he has to hit the ground running, doesn't he, at City? And like although he's a monster and he's playing for an unbelievable team, I think it is too obvious to say Harland. Do you know what I mean? So um I, I would probably say Basuma to Spurs to be fair. Because, yeah, great shape. You know, the first few episodes we were saying before was like since um Modric left, they had they obviously they brought Ericsson in. Um apart from Ericsson, I can't think of a single centre mid. Or centre defensive mid from uh, what's it called since Modric gone? Yeah, that has managed to stabilise that 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 Spurs centre midfield, and I, I think Basuma is the perfect player to do it for Spurs. I think he'll put it all together. He's an intelligent footballer, controls the pace of the game. I think I think he's going to really flourish for Spurs. And then in, in three or four years' time, the fucking joke is they'll sell him on for the sixty mil that yeah. freaking Brighton would have got if United went in for him. So. Yeah, that that would be my shout to be fair, mate. So nice and easy. Yeah, I, I think as well. There are, there are obviously like players that have come in and Basuma. to like places like um, Alvarez. Is it? He's gone yeah. to City and stuff like that. I don't know much but, about him, but you don't know. Yeah, he, he's an unknown at the moment. We know these players. Um, worst signings. Worst signings. And I tell you what, it doesn't have you to know, be. You know my answer. Is that go on? Go, finish what you're about to say. It doesn't, doesn't have, have to, be... to be an income. It can be an outgoing as well, I think. So worst yeah. transfer. Let's not say signing. Yeah, this yeah. could be a transfer yeah. to anyone. This could okay. be... This is one of those open ones, really. Um, my, I've got two, right? But I'm happy to eat my words on the second one. And the only reason I'm, I'm even mentioning the second one is because the price tag is fucking ridiculous for someone that nobody's heard of, right? But my my, my first actual answer is Jesse Lingard. Yeah. L- L- Lingard to, to, to Nottingham Forest is one of the most baffling signings that I think we could have seen. Absolutely fucking mad. He's 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 toxic to every fucking change room he goes into. Uh the mentality of the man that just wanted to leave. He went well he wanted to he wanted to prove himself at Man United and prove that he's an asset. Then why go to Forest? With yeah. the greatest respect. You know, like like why wouldn't you go to West Ham? Who with the greatest respect, West Ham and United are gonna be fighting for the same stuff this season. So if you wanted to stay United to fight Right, and fight for your position, then why wouldn't you do it at West Ham? 
I don't know if there was something he didn't like at West Ham because obviously they tried to sign him, didn't they? As well, what yeah. happened with that? Did he just refuse, just wage-wise? Or don't know. I think they. I think I could be corrected, but I think West Ham and Forest were in for Lingard, and I think Forest paid more money wages-wise. So that's so that's why Lingard's yeah. gone. But uh, you look at it, and he's gone to Forest on a one-year deal. What happens? Let's let, let's let's just pretend Forest get relegated. Where does Jesse Lingard go the following season? Yeah. Although if he signs a three-year contract at West Ham, West Ham aren't getting fucking relegated. They're not getting relegated the next fucking five, six seasons. He prolongs the, his career then. The, there's I mean? a big it's thing at the moment with at the moment with players believing in something, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, we've bought uh, Kamara or got him on a free and the same with that, Diego Carlos. Watkins came out earlier on and said, look, they had interest from bigger clubs at the moment, but they believed in what we were doing. And, yeah. it, and it's good that they believed, obviously we're paying more money for, for them wage-wise and stuff like that. Yeah. But we're, we're kind of, we've got something going. If you've got a choice between West Ham, who are doing something, who probably are on the cusp of Europa League, if, if not... They could have got, pushed for Champions League. They, like, yeah. If they didn't play Europa League football last year, they'd have pushed for top four. Yeah. But they're looking to build something to really cement themselves up there. Or you've got Forrest, who, look, I really want Forrest to stay up. Mm. But there's no guarantee of any of these promoted sides staying up. There's a pretty fucking good guarantee that West Ham are going to be challenging around that top five, top six spot. So why would you choose that? You're choosing for the money. Every other player, when you sit in that dressing room and you've played shit, knows you're here for the money. You have to be hitting every game... The best player because you're getting the best he's money. Not gonna do. He's not gonna. This was. I, I said to my mate the other day. I was like, the only, the only conceivable reason is aside from money. I mean, is he'll play Fulham right and he'll bag a hat trick and he'll he'll make a mockery of, of players and and they'll give the like like Villa and Gradish years ago. They just give the ball to Gradish. Jesse Lingard will get the ball for ninety minutes and it, and it, it just run right on them. But when you actually need him. To step up in a game against a mid-table team, I'm not going to fucking start naming mid-table teams, but you know, you know, between seven and fourteenth, those kind of teams, Jesse Lingard will go missing. He's he's only going to turn up in against five teams twice a season, and that that's if he turns up then. Yeah, because he's 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 just hey, mate, he's he's not he's not good enough. His time his time's done and dusted. He, wasn't even good enough when he was with us. To be fair, he scored one goal in the fucking FA Cup final, and everyone goes on about him like he's like he's a fucking world class footballer. He's far from it, but his attitude is, is is horrendous, mate. It's all about the brand. It's all about the Jesse Lingard brand and fucking Jay Lings and all this bollocks. Like, do you know what I mean? He he couldn't give two shits about being a footballer. Jay and, Lings and that him choosing Forest over West Ham just proves that he he couldn't give a shit about football. So it's, it's all about him. Do you know what I mean? And that's. That is the wrong type of player that you need in in the dressing room of a club, especially when you just come up. Yeah, where, where you need a harmony and you need a, a team that, that are going to gel together. He, he's going to be so toxic to that team, mate. Do you know what I mean? He's, I, I, I genuinely think that's that's the worst signing that we've seen in in a very long time, a very fucking long time. And that and that's including Pogba to Chelsea. Uh, sorry, no, Lukaku to Chelsea. Why? Wow. Yeah, that is a big shout. It's a big shout, but mate. Who's your second one? So my second one again. This is this is purely on on the price tag, right? And I'm I'm if it comes to to Christmas time and he he's banging goals and he's fucking smashing it because he plays for a team that 
will get forward and will give him opportunities. But for 85 million for Darwin Nunes, it's absolutely fucking incredible. Like, I'm not being funny, mate. When when we spent that money on on Pogba, oh, not Pogba, sorry, Lukaku, we spent 75 mil on a striker that was proven in Syria, banging goals every single week, banging goals at fucking uh, club le- uh, country level, sorry, internationals, Belgium. He was he was like joint top uh, scorer in the um, in the odds. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He he was up there with Harry Kane, um, and it was one of those two you put your money on to finish top goal scorer. I, I can tell you now, mate, and this might be being an old man. Um, before two months ago, I had no idea who Darwin Nunes is. No, yeah, yeah. no fucking idea. Yeah. And the only goal I've seen him score is he does a lollipop inside the box, defender falls over, and he rolls it in past the keeper from six yards. And everyone's wanking him off like he's fucking mint. 85 million. Again, I'm fucking... I'm more than happy to eat my words in six months' time if he's banging goals because... Like I said, he will get chances at Liverpool. He will be their number nine. He will be their focal point. But if he doesn't hit the ground running at Liverpool, mate, um, I think they might have to fucking have, have a look. Because, mate, they've got, they got Firmino that's still there. He's obviously not going to play off him. Diego Jota, by the way, is a forward on fantasy football. Oh, uh, is not he? a midfielder. I looked at it during the week. Oh, yeah. That that's that's sharpens back to last interesting. week. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because you know when I brought I brought in Luis Diaz instead of um, Odegaard, I changed it. Um, I want I, I wanted to have a little look and see what numbers they were. So Jota was nine, but he's in the forward section, whereas Luis Diaz is eight in the midfielders. So I, I, I thought I'd, I'd take out Odegaard, make a few changes, blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, you've got Salah who's going to play every single week. Uh, Luis Diaz is probably going to play on the other wing, and then you've got three players then fighting for the nine. You've got Darwin Nunes, yeah. you've got Firmino, and you've got Jota. You can argue you put Jota on the wing, but you don't really want to, do you? So, I mean, if he... 85 is a lot of money, mate, for, for someone that, that no one's fucking heard of. The, the thing is, it's... The big thing with all these sort of massive signings, Grealish, um, Lukaku, Pogba, all, all those big signings, and we kind of discussed it in the flops and stuff like that, you need to hit the ground running. Yeah. There's a lot of expectation. If he came in at... 40 mil, there'd be no yeah. expectation. It no. Wouldn't matter. We wouldn't be saying this. But when you come in, you need to be hitting the ground running. Yeah, I know it can take a couple of seasons to get into the squad, to feel happy and stuff like that, and be settled, actually start playing your best football. But when you're that forward, or especially when you're a forward as well, when you're that person, you need to be hitting the ground running. I feel like Harlan's got that same... Look, he's only 50 mil, and we know how good he is. He just needs to translate that over to the Premiership. And if he can do that, he's kind of got the pressure of the big money signing without being the big money signing. I know he obviously costs over 50 mil, but he is actually like, that was cheap for a player of Haaland's stature at the Absolutely. moment. So you could I, times that price by three. Yeah. Comfortably. Definitely. You know? But the difference is between what you've just said and what I said a minute ago. So you say Grealish, Lukaku, Pogba, Haaland. All have got history of proving it. Yeah. All got history of, of do and not just doing it, but doing it for a while. Yeah. And do doing I mean? it at top leagues as well. Yeah. I mean, like Pogba was killing Syria. Do you know what I mean? Like killing it. He fucking battered it for France as well. Do you know what I mean? Like Lukaku just mentioned him a minute ago. Uh, Haaland has been destroying uh, the Bundesliga and the Champions League for, for, for a few years now. So he's proven as well. And this is what I'm saying. If you drop 85 mil on any of those uh, greylish in in the in the league, battering the, the Premier League, murdering wing backs up and down the country, if you drop 85 mil on any four of them, 
you can make an argument and you can sit there and you can say, to be fair, look at his record. Yeah. But for, for, to drop that money on fucking Darwin Nunez, and like I said, if you've heard of him before, you're a better man than I am because I, I haven't. I fucking haven't heard, no idea who he is. You'll, you'll have loads of people as well and that, that come out. Oh, of course, mate. I, w- I watch Benfica all yeah, the time. Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. You've got a fucking season ticket. Do you know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, um, I, 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 can't, I really can't disagree, especially with the Lingard strike. The, the, Ling, the Lingard is the one, but I just yeah. wanted to mention the Nunez thing just because like 85 mil on someone no one's heard of is, is fucking ludicrous. I think probably one of the worst transfers for the club is at the moment Leeds. Mm. Obviously, hands retired with Rafina going. Yeah. But he was such an asset for that club. Yeah. Obviously, he's come in, he's done his job. He could have probably pushed last year or thrown his toys out the pram. They would have got relegated. And Jesse Marsh has come out and said, look, he, he was an absolute professional all the way through. He's w- always wanted to play at Barcelona. And I think a lot of those South American players do want to play at Barcelona. Yeah. But I think Rafina going is like them losing like three or four players. So what you're saying there is Rafinha to Barca isn't a bad signing, but Rafinha leaving Leeds yeah. is a bad signing. I, I think it's a loss yeah, for Leeds. I think it's also absolutely. a loss. I think it's a loss for the Premier League as well. It sounds stupid, but you want the best players at the Premier League. Yeah, of course. But, but with the greatest I, respect, he's not going to stay at Leeds. No. It's not going to happen. But I, I, I also find it mental, this whole process of Chelsea wanting to sign players oh yeah we're going to sign all these players <laughs> and Barcelona have pretty much just come in at every point every opportunity and just signed them from underneath them did you it's hear absolutely crazy Bayern Munich initially refused to sell Lewandowski to Barcelona because they said um, we don't believe that Barcelona will be a club in the next three years mate they're that fucked in debt well they've sold all their rights haven't they for the TV and stuff like that I no which, idea mate. which I actually as we look at it I think it's more common so Villa have just got a loan from Barclays or something like that to help build part of their expand the stadium, yeah, yeah. and they've secured it against stuff yeah, in the future. Yeah. But I think Barcelona have actually sold all the rights now. Do you remember you you said a few weeks ago you were like, um, how are Barca able to pay pay for players, but they can't pay the wages of players? Yeah. Kira, my brother, he did economics at uni, and he said, I actually know the answer, but I don't want to be a tosser and like talk down to you he, he, he said because he said but I can't actually explain it and I said next time you would Sam then I said go ahead and explain it because Ch- Chinese whispers he'll say something to me and then yeah, I'll, I would I'll, love to know. I'll be completely fuck it up but apparently Kieran, Kieran knows Kieran knows how they're to able know. to do it because it seems like they're borrowing from the yeah. future but something must have happened between and... Bayern and Barcelona where they initially said well we're not selling him because we don't think you'll be a club and we'll never see this money to then then turn around and say actually yeah go ahead you can have him yeah, I so, mean, it's the world of football. It's all backhand deals absolutely. and stuff like that anyway, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. And maybe they just figured out that they wanted to do it on a shorter term and stuff like that. Maybe. Maybe, maybe they get yeah. get all the money within the three years. But anyway, we don't talk about fucking Barcelona. I fuck, I, I hate Barcelona. I, mate, I used to love them when uh, Ronaldinho played for them. Oh, Sangaletta. Oh, well, my one God. Of, one of my favourite players when I was a kid was Rivaldo. Oh yeah, 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 and then when he did the little, um, when he did the feint and the injury when the ball came across in the World Cup, mate, I lost so much respect for him. Gr- growing up, but yeah, growing up, I used to love watching Rivaldo move with the ball. He was fucking, he was absolutely mercurial. He was insane, and that was probably actually, I was thinking this during the week. Right, I'll finish what I was going to say. That was probably like the best era of football, I think, like where when they were in their prime. But you know, um, when we're thinking of topics and stuff, yeah. Right? Do you remember the old um, the old adverts 
with oh, the... Eric Cantona on top of the cage, and they do three on three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were they Pepsi adverts? No, uh, no it was Nike. No, not, 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 not Pepsi was used to do when in like the airport was and stuff. Like Carlos and all that. Like. Yeah. But yeah, they had Cantona on top of the cage, didn't they? They drop a ball in and they do three on threes, right? I thought uh, for one episode, we we should both come up with um, four uh, three man teams. Okay. I yeah. don't know how we're going to set it up. We can talk about it offline or whatever. But like, you can have categories and then be like, these are the three that I'd have in this team. And then maybe sort of bracket out and see who we think would go to yeah. the final. That'd you know be mean? good. Like, but yeah, we can talk about it offline anyway. Um, who have you got for? Who you got for top scorer? Son. Son, really? Mate, I reckon all day long it's going to be Son. I think Haaland. Yeah. Look, I reckon Haaland's a great we have a friendly little bet on this? What wager do you want on it? I don't think money. I, I think we should do something. Like what? I don't know. Like maybe the loser dresses somebody in fancy dress for a night out or something. <laughs> no, we're not doing that because you're going with the centre forward of Man City. I'm going for a wig. <laughs> you'll be out in town in a G-string. Hmm. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I want Haaland anyway, so... Mate, I'm no. not because... <laughs> I, I do reckon it'd be Haaland but I, I really want it to be Son you don't trust me essentially innit? that's what it is the wager not <laughs> a fucking tilt not a tool. you've known me way too long so yeah <laughs> right, you'll stop. be trying to get me to walk around in like heels or something and like <laughs> I'll be like 7 get, foot tall imagine trying to get size 13 heels <laughs> don't imagine, imagine the weight they've got to take those heels will be plimsolls by after the first hour. <laughs> just absolutely fucking disintegrated. Don't. Oh, my days. Or there'll be spikes all around Cheltenham where, where, where you've been walking and crushing the concrete. <laughs> but I reckon, look, Son did it last year without penalties. I reckon Son yeah. will probably do it again. Tottenham, do you think Harlan to get penalties at, at City? Who takes them normally? Kev. Oh, Riyad Mahrez usually, isn't it? Oh, yeah. If he's on it. I don't know. Or... I don't know if they've got a dedicated penalty. I don't taker. think. I don't. When you've got that much quality, there's so many, aren't they? Like, don't I don't know to. if they'll give it to him to um, not prove that he's a good signing, but like end of the season, if he's got say fifteen goals, stat boosting, like yeah, and he could he could have had nineteen. I think it it looks looks better, doesn't it? So I don't it's know. one of those things. If he goes in firing goals, mm. let's give it to him. If Go he's on, on so if get, he's on penalties going. for City, I think you're a fool if you haven't got him in your fantasy team. Yeah. But really do. It, I think it could be a confidence thing if he's yeah. not doing well. They might go. Do you know what? Let's hold it off. Or they can turn around and go. Look, get an easy goal. But it also goes the other way. If he's if he's having a bad day yeah. and then he misses a penalty, like he cunts it into the, into the car park. Oh dear, mate. He ain't get. He ain't, it's not gonna happen. He, no. He's a beast. You know what I mean? It's not gonna happen. Say this. <laughs> he gets ten goals. I hope. I, I, ten goals I hope all, he flops like fuck, mate. In all competitions, it's not gonna happen, is it? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna be like a greatish where they kind of ease him in for no. next year either. No, he's, he's coming in. He's starting. He's starting tomorrow <laughs> against Liverpool. Guarantee it. They, they got rid of. Of everyone else, yeah. So they got no. Names. They have to, like. yeah. So, um, who do you think then? What managers do you think are in trouble this season? Um, I think Lampard at Everton. So I, I initially thought Lampard just because I think Everton are going to be in trouble. Yeah, but I can be corrected. But I think, I think Everton give managers more of a chance than other clubs. Like, like they, they allow them. To, to try a bit longer than they should do. Rafa Benitez was given so much time, mate, and he, he should have fucking gone ages ago. Yeah, yeah but how long was he there for? He, he, wasn't, he wasn't there that I can't long. remember, but it, 
He didn't do Maybe well though, mate. He should have half a season. I, I don't even think he was there over a year. Might be talking shit. Bring it up quickly. And then while you're doing that, um, I I think Scott Parker's in trouble, mate. At Bournemouth, I know I know he I know he's like like Bournemouth are in your relegation chat, um, but mate, honestly, I it is either pure it's either he's being purely fucking naive, or he has such confidence in his own team. Um, yeah. So sorry, Rafa Benitez was in charge for twenty two games. Oh really? So Lampard is one behind him already, mm. and has one more win than yeah. him. Two more, two draws, was it? Two draws yeah, and 11 losses. So he's he's not even has as good stats as him, really. But the argument you'd make is Lampard came in to mop up the shit yeah. of Benitez and he should be given a proper but chance I've, at the club. I think he I think he will. But yeah, I, I also, so. if they end up down the bottom at the, in the relegation zone, mm. which at the moment, unless DCL comes in, starts firing straight off, not gonna happen. I don't fucking see it happening. They, they've Everton... not even made that many signings. They've made Dwight McNeil, so they yeah. signed him, and James Tarkovsky. They're, they're on about getting Cornet in as well, aren't they? But they're, they're fucking. So what? So what are you doing? You're literally just raiding fucking Burnley. Yeah, essentially. Like it's <laughs> it got is. relegated. You you got like the three or four. Look, I I think getting getting relegated doesn't make you a bad player. It no. just means you're in a no. not a great team at the yeah. great time. But I think Dwight McNeil, great player for him probably one yeah. of the better players at Burnley yeah. same with Tarkovsky some of the goals McNeil scored was incredible and I think they're the best players obviously Pope has yeah, gone to yeah. Newcastle now anyway but I think if you can get those in brilliant but they ain't signing anyone else I mean they've got they've got a wicked left back they've got what a left winger yeah in grey yeah and striker and keeper do you, do you think that Everton would give Lampard more time because he's English Maybe I do. I I I think I think there's an affiliation there with the fact that he's English, and and I think they'll they'll allow him a bit more time than they usually would someone else. That's not me saying they're xenophobic, by the way. Before you fucking start, but no, like, but I, I I just think I think they would they would allow him a bit more time, knowing that like he's an England legend and all that kind of yeah. nonsense. Do you know what I mean? And they 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 give him a bit more. I think they probably want to build something like they I have so Moisey with him. Yeah. Um. The problem is. It sounds horrible, but if you're Lampard, yeah, and Chelsea come back for you, yeah, I reckon he goes again. Yeah, he has to. He, he had what two seasons there? But Chelsea aren't going to come back in now because because no, he, but he needs the he needs a lot more experience before he goes back to Chelsea. But if he's at Everton for three four years, yeah, then he might go. Yeah, he might go. And mm. why why are you putting your eggs in that basket? Yeah, I know. When you should be putting your eggs in something else that you could build. It's money, though, isn't it? Well, it is, but also I just I just feel at the moment they're just not making the nothing from the fans, from the club, from the signings. There doesn't seem to be the right music coming there's out. No of that traction, place. is there? There's no, there seems Why, to be no traction at Everton at the minute. And in the same way that they got behind everyone for that relegation fight yeah, yeah, yeah. and really cheered them on, yeah, and really got behind and and like got the backs up. I reckon it'll turn the other way. I can't explain how integral it is for Everton to stay in the league. They got planning permission to build a new stadium, fucking you know, like in Liverpool. Like that's in the cost, docks. Yeah, that's gonna cost fucking million, like tens, hundreds of millions. Do you know what I mean? Like they have to stay in the Premier League, mate. But more to the point, though, if you look at Everton's history over the last ten years, they've spent some money, mate. It not not just like, yeah, but they just spent it badly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so they do have money. They just keep spending it fucking wrong. Like with the greatest respect, 
you're bringing in James Rodriguez, right? Let's let's be completely honest, right? James Rodriguez uh, did well for half a season. He did fuck all after that. Yeah. He, he started well But he well came in for, what's his name, didn't he? He came in because of the manager, Ancelotti. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is what I was about to go on to. What kind of money do you think fucking James Rodriguez was on at Everton? Oh, mate. He, he would have been the biggest signing Ancelotti would be on. Ancelotti, one of the yeah. greatest managers in the world, and if you wanted to go down that fucking route, in the history of world football, and he's at Everton Football Club with the greatest respect, how much fucking money is he on? Yeah. Like, they're spending money, but they're spending it in the wrong fucking sectors. They're not, like, you're bringing in... They brought in Theo Walcott, for fuck's sake, at the, at the end, of, uh, end of Theo Walcott's career. Like, he, Deli he, Alli. He, he hadn't done fuck all at yeah. Arsenal for years. De- Deli Alli, I understand, because, like, they... They did actually get a good deal with Deli Ali. Fucking like as, as much as everyone slagged him off, it was on a it was on a pay to play basis, weren't it? And they, they were quite shrewd about that kind of um, about how how they structured his contract. Um, but mate, apart from that, they've they've made some horrendous signings over the last few years, and not even just signings. The the way they spend money hasn't hasn't been right for a be. very very long time. A will be I couldn't understand. They spent like thirty mil on the cunt. Fabian Delph. Yeah, Delph, another dreadful sign-in. Moise King isn't getting the game. Hasn't Keeps going on low. there for ages. Yerry Mina. Yeah, Yerry Mina. Fucking, he was. He was a. He, he was a plaster over a shotgun wound, wasn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean, so. But yeah, no, they got they got so many players there yeah. that are kind of on big money as well. They they ain't small like yeah, they're coming in at thirty mil yeah. and you're paying them big money on the top of that. But then. Lampard was my first one to think of when I think like yeah. managers that are in trouble. I mean, it's got to be because Watford aren't in the league at the moment. No, exactly. Scott Parker would be my other one. Yeah, you can't come into the Premier League and not spend money and expect to stay up unless you've got something fucking hidden in the locker. It, but also as well, they only got they got in just above Forest mm. because Forest kind of fell off form and Bournemouth got in. Yeah, it's the story of Forest's fucking well, football for the last ten years. To be fair, Fulham mate. were miles away. Yeah. I can understand if Fulham coming in and going, do you know what, we're going to tighten up a few areas. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's that classic thing of, we'll, t- we'll talk about relegations, we'll probably kind of roll into that relegations chat now. But I think Bournemouth are not spending the money. No. They're, they're keeping it. Yeah. And they did that last time. And, and, and it kind bottom. of worked for a while, but it can only work for so long. But you look at the, the Bournemouth team that they had there, and they had a good manager, they had a good ethos, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they, had, they had a good setup at Bournemouth there. I don't know if Scott Parker's got that. Well, he, he couldn't do it last time no. for them. I mean, he, he, only brutal, came in, he only came in, did he come in for a whole season or just half season? I think he came in for a half. Yeah. But they, they didn't get any better the way no. they were playing. No. Obviously, he's gone, he's gone there, d- done well to get him up. But I don't know if it's him not wanting to sign players or if it's I don't know, mate. just the money's not there. I have no idea. But you need to be having money. It's it's, it's not. A... You can't come in and not spend. No. That, that that's the bottom line. You know Definitely, I mean? you, you can't. You can't do it. Sweet. So should we kind of jump on the relegation? Mm. Yeah, relegation. Um, I think it's a toss-up between four or five teams. I think so. Yeah. Got Bournemouth, um, Everton would be down there. Leeds would be down there. Fulham would be right down there, and then. I think I think Forest are in trouble as well. I don't know. I think Forest is, is the the least of the troubles of the, of those five I just mentioned. So I've also got Wolves in there at the moment, mainly because look, if they if they lose Neves, mm. it's not going to be great. Raúl Jiménez is out again. I think they've got the a good enough midfield though, mate. Wolves. I I, I reckon they're going to be kind of on that sort of thirteenth, fourteenth. Yeah, on the cusp. Like if they hit a good run of games, then they 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 might. 
get enough points yeah. to keep themselves away from the shit, essentially. But I, I just, they, they've got so many good midfielders. I, I, I can't, I can't see them being sucked into it. I mean, they finished tenth last year. Yeah, but I feel like other player, other teams are improving around them. Wolves last season were, were, went under the radar, didn't they? They, yeah. didn't, they didn't really, they didn't surprise anybody. They didn't really disappoint anybody. They were just, they were just there, weren't they? You know, thought Leicester were similar. They didn't really do a lot last season. They just par for the yeah, course. Yeah, I, I, I think. I think I like the manager. I like the players they've got. I just feel we talk about the spine a lot, yeah. right? Like what Ferguson it's used to talk about. Mate. If they lose Neves, I feel that's a strong part of their yeah. spine gone. And Jimenez not being there. Jimenez is massive. For they me. struggled so much with yeah. Jimenez not being around. And he's out again at the start of the season. I don't know if he's out for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but they, you then they, need to get him back, you, you need, back up. Especially, especially when you play in a, in a system where you only have one striker. Yeah. When you play with one striker, that this is what I said before about Harry Kane. All right, fucking, he needs eight chances to score, but he'll get all eight of those chances, and he will score one of them. You know, I mean, at, at Wolves, you're not getting eight or nine chances a game. You're getting probably two or three. You know, and and like if you if you're not, I don't know, mate. Fucking, you need you need they 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 need a number nine. Yeah, other, they, other than, they need some Jimenez. sort of backers because they've got rid of that silver kid who yeah. was. Meant to be shit up. Yeah. Scored one goal. They sold him for thirty million. Now he's I thought on he looked. I thought he looked good when he came on, though. I, I, I thought he looked lively. They got rid of Traore, which yeah, well, that's not a loss, is it? It's not a loss, but I mean, played that's thirty another... games, no goals, no assists, no, no, no impact. They, they could fucking. They're not losing anything when they lose Traore. No. They're losing a, a poster boy, and that's it. He offered fuck all else to the club. Just fucking oiled his arms up. Lied to everyone saying he's never been to the gym. Yeah, what was that about? Bloke's an absolute prick, is what, what it's about. Yeah, so Jimenez is out with a knee injury, and it, <laughs> and, is, and is there any expected return on that? Um, God knows. Wolves, it, Wolves need to fucking get some points on the table early, then. Yeah, they, what, what they are their do. first few games looking like? Because if they've got City and Liverpool and like top six in the first few games, it's not really the end of the world because they're expected to lose those games with the greatest respect. Yeah, if they're playing teams like around mid table or whatever in the first few games, and they ain't got a number nine, that's games they should be picking up points. So they have got Leeds. They, to be they, fair, they should be beating Leeds. Their first two games are Leeds, Leeds, and Fulham. They should be beating them as well, yeah. But they then got Tottenham and Newcastle. Tottenham, they'll lose. Newcastle, you look at a point. Mate, it literally goes two games, you win. Two games, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> two games, you're going to win. Two games, you're probably uh, four oh, games, you're going to probably lose. So in their first five games, yeah. Uh, ten games, sorry. They go Leeds at home, Fulham yeah. uh, Leeds away, Fulham at home, Tottenham away, Newcastle at home, Bournemouth at home, Southampton away, Liverpool at home. Uh, sorry, Liverpool away, City at home. See, I've counted five winnable games there. Yeah, they are, but but you ain't got but you ain't got number nine. Yeah, you ain't got him less. You got Huang or whatever. Huang's still at the club, isn't he? But I don't know. How he, good he, he is. wasn't doing amazing stuff last year. Yeah, he had a little run of form, didn't he? Where people dropped him into yeah. the fantasy teams quickly, but he did. Yeah, I think when when he was out, when he cracked his skull, like like Wolves really, really fucking struggled. Yeah, and, and the fact that they haven't gone out and strengthened that position, like I don't know. In fact, they've weakened it by getting rid of yeah. the eighteen year old. Yeah, absolutely. Because that so, would have been perfect for Silver. It would have been absolutely perfect. But see, this is what I mean. So I think this is why they're going to probably drop mm. down because I feel Newcastle who. We're above them. I think Newcastle has surprised a lot of people this I, year. I think Newcastle got they're, they're going to be knocking around mid-table, I think. Yeah. They'll do well. They've made some really good signings. The fact that they 
in the last half of the season, they jumped up quite high. Yeah. From where they were, it, it speaks volumes about it. If they, if Newcastle can get their team to gel properly, uh, I, I, I think I think they'll be a, a difficult team to beat, especially at Newcastle as well. I, I don't think there's any teams, there's any signings from Newcastle at the moment that I'm going really. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They, they brought that Sven Botman in. Yeah, because centre back, they need to yeah. strengthen that. Matt Target, who was on loan there last year, yeah. Nick Pope. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They've improved straight away. You can argue like Trippier came in at the end, of the, didn't he? And, and yeah, obviously he and got, got injured. injured. So, so that, that's almost like a new signing anyway because he, he missed quite a lot of the But, but the he season. knows the manager, he knows the club. Exactly, mate. And I, I, yeah, I, I really do think Newcastle are going to be a threat this year. I've got um, a soft spot for Newcastle, to be honest. I, I, I'd like to see them yeah. stay stay in the league and do well, just, just not against us. For, Forrest, <laughs> everyone's gone on about Forrest doing amazing with the signings they've done. One of them's got they're... Premier League experience. Yeah, I don't think. Although they've made like what you class good signings, don't think any of them are quality though. Dean Henderson probably one of the only ones. Problem is that they've got the same thing as what Fulham did, and and what Vida had to do, and it was called doing a Fulham or whatever because Fulham did it. They spent so much money and then went mm. straight down. Yeah. Vida just survived. They're building a squad. Yeah, but your Villa went down to the last game of the season, didn't it? Yeah, if I remember rightly. Yeah. yeah, we had to draw with West Ham or something. Yeah. But with that, you're you're literally hoping that all these young lads as well gel together, start playing the football you want to do, get what the manager and, saying, and can keep up with the pace of the league. Yeah, and it is Villa uh, the next season. Everyone was then going, "Oh fucking hell, some of these signings are really good. They've actually improved yeah. on the signings." And it wasn't that we improved on the signings; we made one or two signings. Yeah. But the players that we had settled. Yeah, they, they were a year to, older. They used to, yeah, the league, exactly. You know what I mean. And that's why I think Norwich are going to really struggle. Bournemouth are just not doing enough. No. Touched on that already. Everton, not doing enough. No. Leeds have lost their best player. They need to replace that and they're replacing it with young people. All, all those Jesse teams Marsh. you've just mentioned, mate, they don't have a spine. Yeah. And, and, and mate, this I said it about Everton before, like, you don't have a player that you can give the ball to from centre-back who's going to turn, face the opposition and make a 10-yard pass. Yeah. Uh, you don't have that in your team. Leeds don't have that in their team. All those, all those teams we've just mentioned, they don't have anybody in centre mid that can put the foot on the ball. One thing I've done as well, I've put Brighton right down, like twelfth, mm. thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. They finished ninth, but they yeah. they were up like around fucking yeah. fifth for ages at some points earlier on the season. But I think with the loss of Basuma, the yeah. potential loss of that Cucurella. Yeah. They're going to be they're going to be down. Don't think they're going to be in relegation battles. Don't but... talk shit about Brighton, mate, because they whacked the mighty Man United four 0 right? So they're obviously a fucking top quality team. So you can stop that shit. <laughs> but I, I really do think they're going to struggle because. If... Do you think they'll be relegation fodder? I don't think they'll be relegation. I don't think they will either. I think they'll survive, but I think. I think they'll be fourteen. It's going to be yeah. Yeah, that's around that around that level. I've, yeah. I've got thirteenth. Yeah, but I think there's a crash down. I, I've yeah. got Southampton fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wall Prowse gets injured, they're in trouble. Yeah, they, they finished 15th last year. But I think they're too strong to be sucked yeah. into it, but yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a relegation. I think that's pretty much sh- yeah. straight on. Yeah. Fulham, they've got Mitrovic, but he isn't, he isn't going to do it. He's not going to do it in this league, mate, I'm telling you. Or he's not going to un- do it in Unless he's done something completely different this off-season than he had previously. Unless, unless he's lost a stone and a half. Right, and he's not a fat bastard anyway, but you can't... You you can't. Oh, he's a big boy, but like Championship and Premier League are yeah. two completely different fucking beasts. And he's proven he could do it in the Championship. He's proven that he can't do it in the Premier League. 
uh, at the same club. You can make the argument before, uh, if, if you went to a different club, you could say, oh, it was at Fulham, they were in a shit team, da, 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 da. Mate, it's, it's exactly the same. That he He's not going to do it. It'd be interesting to see what Brentford do this year. Yeah, without Ericsson. Without Ericsson. Without that creativity in the midfield. Mate, yeah, yeah. That, that's a massive loss. I think yeah, he's a huge. great signing for United. I know you don't feel like he's going to play that much, but... I don't know about not play that much because I just think um, for, for whatever madness, I I see Fred and McTominay starting practically every game, which I, I personally wouldn't, but they've been they've played together so often that I think if you were to introduce someone new into that now, um, it breaks up the um, the the chemistry. Do you know what I mean? Fuck. So, but but I I would drop Fred straight away personally and just yeah. bring Ericsson in. So I've just seen like Brentford sign that Aaron Hickey, who's meant mm. to be shit hot left back. Yeah. I'm like, what's this book saying then, like Oof. sort of thing? But you still need someone in the centre yeah. of the pitch, though. That, that's not solving what they no, need to be doing right not. now. Good signing though. Yeah, no, great signing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who's he? he, he uh, what? So, who's go, the go top again. six? Sorry, I'm still fucking struggling with that rebel one. <laughs> That rebels wearing off and mm. <laughs> mouth going. You know Peter Griffin when he has a stroke yeah. on the side of his face. <sighs> Stop making fun of me. Um, top six uh, in this order as well: Chelsea, Liverpool. Oh, sorry, not Chelsea. City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, and then it's a dogfight for six. Then I, I I can't pick someone for sixth. See, so I've gone City, obviously Liverpool. Yeah. I've then gone Tottenham. Tottenham go third. I, I reckon they can. I reckon they can. And then I've. I've put it in between Arsenal and Chelsea for fifth and sixth. I, I, I think Chelsea are going to be such a fucking defensive rock this year, mate. They, they'll they'll just shut teams out. Whereas I don't I don't think I don't think Spurs will get third. I I just don't see where look. I, it's great where they're coming out, but it's the same as last season. I don't know how they did it, but apart from I know obviously they just signed Sterling and stuff like that. But going forward, mm. who, who they got? Like it sounds stupid. They've yeah, gone. They. Obviously, Lukaku was shit last year and stuff like that. But they haven't replaced that person and it's no. still an issue. It's it's a thing that's been going on since they tried to survive Werner or whatever, or even fucking when they got rid of oh, Werner, they put him straight out on the wing. Yeah. They didn't even put him in at nine. But you've got, like, Mount there. Yeah. Your top goal scorer last season with 11 goals. Like, and I you, you need someone. Are you, yeah. you going to bring in, who, what's his name, Broha? Like Brozier, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ambrosia. Yeah, I I said it before. I'd put Kai Havertz at nine. Yeah. I would. I, I, I know it's not like where he plays. I know that already. But I don't see where else he fits in the squad. Mason Mount is going to be your 10. Your wingers, you could pick one of, well, you pick two of about five, you know. And then even then, like say, for example, if Sterling plays on the right, he's going to have to fill in for James when James goes running past him. So so that 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 is almost a nullified, a nullified position. I don't see where Kai Havertz gets into that team. You play Kante and, and Jorginho in the middle. Just put Kai Havertz at nine. Just be done yeah. with it. At, at the moment as well, they can't sign a fucking player because Barcelona keeps no. jumping on it all the time. Because <laughs> they wanted to sign like two more left uh, yeah. centre-backs and they've signed one centre-back. Well, they got Koulibaly over yeah. the line, didn't they? And to be honest, that, that's probably, probably that's the, the best, biggest one. That's, for, for them to get rid of uh, Rudiger, and I say get rid of, Everyone's wanking God uh, Rudiger off like he's class, and I've said before, like he's like Varane. He's not, he's not a good centre back. It's the fact that he's played next to someone who's fucking unbelievable. You yeah. put you put any centre back in that league next to Thiago Silva, and they will look fucking mustard. I'm telling you, Rudiger's going to get fucking found out next season at Real Madrid. I remember when I first saw him playing for Germany, 
and Chelsea were linked with him. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing linked with this twat? He's fucking useless. I'm telling you, mate, Real Madrid are in trouble next year with him. 100%. Big time. It'll be interesting. But that back four, though, mate, you go James, Koulibaly, Silva, and then whoever, whichever the two you want to play at left back. I don't think many strikers are getting past that. And if you can keep a clean sheet in this league, you just need to wait for a chance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think I think Chelsea have, have enough attacking options that they will they will grind results out. They won't batter teams 4-0, but they'll get a 1-0. But see, I, mean? I think this is where Tottenham will batter teams 4-0. Yeah, but they won't do it often, though. But I, I feel like defenses, they have so much quality weak. going forward. They're a bit like... Look, if, they, if they could get a Virgil van Dijk in, yeah. they would be a fucking... I was, li- I was literally, literally just about to say, mate. I was like, they, they, they remind me of, and I'm not liking them too, but they, they remind me of Liverpool a few seasons ago where they were excellent going forward but absolutely shit at the back. And as soon as they brought Virgil van Dijk in, that was it then. Liverpool were complete. But then I, they got... think, I think Spurs leak goals and I think they'll continue. Longley's not going to change that. Uh, he'll, he'll Obviously, he's better than what they have at the moment, but I think they're, they're still going to struggle to keep clean sheets. Uh, yeah, I think they will, but I think he's addressing that now. He's got Basuma, he's got Ndombele in. Yeah. Like, he, those are the players that could potentially be that little tipping point. Yeah. That, that takes them from fourth they were last year or fifth that last year and I'm, I'm, I'm jumps them up mate I could be talking shit and Longley could come in and, and he could be an absolute general yeah, yeah. in that in that team and, and just solidify them they could be class but I don't know mate I, I, I just think I think in this league clean sheets are fucking like a, okay. a, a strong defensive team is it's so it's so important I think Chelsea are going to be very very difficult to break down this season and a lot I, I don't think a lot of teams in the league will have an answer for it yeah. That's why I think they'll be third, and then I think Arsenal will surprise a few people that they'll they'll get top four. I think with with Gabriel Jesus at front, a proven I, I, yeah. goal scorer. I, I like I said, for me, it's Arsenal, Chelsea for top four. Yeah, and then I think I think Spurs then will fucking drop out, and then we got one more f- to finish off the top six. Honestly, mate, I don't think we're getting top six. I don't think you are. I don't think we are at all. I'll be I'll be surprised if you get seventh. I really reckon you could be eighth or ninth. I, I, think, I reckon I think you... West Ham will go six, and then we'll go we'll go seven for eight. See, I reckon you could go West Ham, mm. Leicester. I don't think you. Leicester will do it. I just don't at the moment. Le- Le- Leicester have got so many problems at fucking in defence. But the problem is at the moment, Man, Man U. I've got so many fucking problems. Oh everywhere. mate, absolutely. You can't even seem to fucking sign the player at the moment. You got fucking Tenaha coming. This is what I was going to say. Wow, Frankie Young doesn't want to be there, does he? It's bullshit. Um, everything I could say about Leicester, I could say about Man United. Yeah. The only difference is Leicester, when they are playing well, they play really well, and and they have players that gel together and they come together. Yeah. That's what she said. They've got quality. If you go through that team, even in one position, in defence, quality, midfield, quality, strikers, quality. Just keeping them fit because they've only got yeah. one in that position. But United, you'll go in. Where's the quality at the back? Not, not even the, the quality, it's more the consistency. Because if it was for me, I would play Eric Bailly and he'd be my centre-back every yeah. single day of the week. But he can't play five games without getting injured. Harry Maguire's useless, but with the greatest respect, he's always fit. Yeah. He's, he'll play 38 games. He'll, he'll do more than that. He'll do cup competitions and all that bollocks. He stays fit. So he's consistent. So so your other options are uh, fucking centre-back and Lindelof. You have one good game, we'll have four where he, he doesn't even look like a footballer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we, we've got problems like in almost every position. We've got we've got three left-backs at the club now. Why have we got three left-backs? Luke Shaw has, has not been a good left-back 
ever since since he's come to the club. He he perked up when we signed Tellez because he pooed his pants and thought, "Fuck me, my my position's under threat here." He started turning it on. All right, he was fantastic going forward, but um, can I challenge anybody to watch Luke Shaw defensively and tell me he's a good defender? What's happened to Tellez? He's still at the club. Just not getting game time. But then we've signed that, that Malassia as well from um, PSV. So we've got three left-backs now. Why? If Luke Shaw's such a fantastic left-back, then wh- why are we signing left-backs? Yeah. You need you know a fucking right-back as well. And the, goals, the goals we conceded in pre-season, where does the ball get fired into? Left-back. If I was playing against Man United, I, straight away, I, I, I just turn around and I, I just say to the wingers, just hit the corners. Just, just hit the corners and I'll, I'll just put it behind Luke Shaw every single time. Um, we're, we'll batter this lot. And... and I'm not an intelligent footballer. I don't get paid to do it. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> yeah. a sports analyst who actually goes through all the videos and all that shit and they're having their meeting before they go to Man United at the weekend. I can guarantee you Luke Shaw is highlighted on every single fucking team that come to visit Man United. Fucking Bielsa would have loved it with his little uh, <laughs> fucking spies, wouldn't he? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, we're really, we're really going to struggle. Martial might come back from Seville and he might be fucking, he might hit the ground running and have a chip on the shoulder uh, my mate Kieran from football seems to think that, but he, well, Col- yeah, but everyone's jumping on him because it's fucking been uh, preseason, isn't it? Col- well, no, he he's loved him for ages, to be fair, but um, I just don't see it with Martial. I haven't seen it enough with him, and I don't yeah. think a loan spell away in a shit league is going to suddenly transform him into a quality number nine in the Premier League. We'll see, mate. We'll see. So... But yeah, I reckon they're going to be seventh or eighth. Yeah, so I, think, I don't think we get six. No. To be fair, if you get it sounds stupid, if you get eighth, that might be like a godsend for you guys to not have yeah. the extra Europa League to be playing on a Thursday night, concentrate back on the actual Premier League and be building something a little bit more. It it helps out a lot of a lot of teams. I said I it before with Arsenal. When Arsenal didn't have Champions League football, when they didn't have Europa League football, they were able to make a serious charge for Champions League then yeah. because they weren't playing loads of games. And yeah. We had Europa League finals and semi-finals and finals to play and Arsenal was still nice and fresh. And they, ha- beat, they beat us to fourth. It happens a lot of the time as well, like especially with Wolves a couple of seasons ago when they were playing Europa League. Yeah. They were suffering so bad. Just I thought because... West Ham would struggle when they played Europa League. That's why I was so impressed with West Ham last season because they played Europa League football and they, they were still doing it in the yeah. prep. So we'll see, yeah. won't we? But yeah. And then... <laughs> Is there any point doing who's, who's going to win? win? It's got to be Man City, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be Man City. Sweet. All right, we're done. Sweet. Romeo done. That was just over an hour. Mm, no, 50 minutes from 12.24. We started actually talking about it. One fourteen now. Jeez. So I don't know what you put on the back or whatever, but yeah, 50 minutes. Bosh. I can nailed it. All right. We will see you. Well, probably not. We'll see you. We'll see you. We'll, we'll get to listen to the sultry sounds of the audio chocolate of Sam and Jay. It's so weird. Next time. The fact you're touching yourself while you look at me. Rubbing the inside of my thigh. Oh, oh, naughty. Sweet. See you you in a bit, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Farmers League podcast. We have been Sam and Jay. Just want to say, if you are liking what you're hearing, rate us, follow us, subscribe, give us five stars. It really does help. Let us know what you're loving. Let us know what you're not loving. Probably Jay. But... Thank you so much again for listening. And if you made it this far, fair fucking play. Adios.